Hey, y'all. Today, let's talk about whether or not you should work for free. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. So the question of whether or not to work for free comes up with surprising regularity. Um, A lot of writers see posts or they are approached with the opportunity to write for um, exposure. (laughs) Lots of people who want free writing will dangle this concept of exposure in your face um, to entice you to give them free work. And I see this all the time, and it's not just limited to writing. Actually, um, my a friend of mine, Erin, is a pretty highly sought-after portrait photographer. And she was just saying earlier today that she keeps getting um, offers to work in exchange for promotion and exposure. So the idea is that someone thinks that they're a big shot with a big fat audience and you, um, you know, you, so like their deal was she could do pictures for their leader or whatever, um, for free. And in exchange, they would promote her to their audience. And this seemed like a good, you know, like a good idea for this company who approached her because her session fees are pretty expensive, (laughs) totally worth it pretty expensive. Um, And so they didn't want to have to pay the session fees. And so they thought because they have a big audience that, you know, of course, you know, free publicity, free advertising, right? Wrong. (laughs) There are times when working for exposure makes sense. Um, For example, um, if I could get a post on Forbes.com, that is some good exposure. (laughs) I can leverage that. That is, you know, a real boon for me. Um, They have content. I have a pretty sweet byline. That is um, an exchange that works well for both parties. Um, In the case of my friend, Aaron, the photographer who had this offer to work in exchange for exposure, it was not something that would really benefit her all that much because her audience is pretty, she has a pretty specific audience and this audience where she would have been promoted was not really a great one. And she didn't really need that kind of exposure either. She's already got a pretty full pipeline, etc., etc. So she was actually asking for input on how to tell them to, you know, buzz off <laughs> and leave her alone. Um, you, if you are a writer, will also be approached with various um, aspects of this whole uh, you write for me and I'll give you exposure thing. And, and you'll have to decide whether or not it's worth it to you. Generally speaking, I won't say an absolute, but generally speaking, it is not worth it to write for exposure unless we're talking like something super, super high. So um, the client who I'm writing this book for, um, I, uh, if he, if I were to do some work for him and he didn't want to pay me, which is not the case, he definitely would because he's a good guy and he values the work I do. 
Um, you know, but like if I, if he had come to me and said, Hey, can we do a test post? And if it works out, I'll pay you after that and blast your name out. Like that would have been a no brainer for me because he is a big potato in my circles. But if he was just like somebody, (laughs) I was approached one time by a company that provides, um, virtual private networks, which is like a, it's like an internet security kind of identity security thing. Um, and they wanted me to write for them at a reduced rate in exchange for exposure. Um, and I said no to that because <laughs> that was not really my niche I wanted to get into. And um, I don't work for free. For the vast, the vast majority of the time, I don't work for free. I am willing to consider a like a value exchange where if I need let's say I need a new website, which is true. I need a new website. (laughs) But let's say one of my designer friends says, Ashley, I need a sales page. You need a website. I will do three um, pages for your new website if you write me a sales page. That's a pretty good value exchange because websites are expensive and sales pages are expensive. So I would, I would probably consider that barter. It depends on how much of a pain my new website was. And at the moment, my 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 current website is a big pain. I would make that deal um, if the designer was someone I believed in. But if someone came to me and said, "Hey Ashley, I will give you," um, let me think, I will send you three jugs of keto protein powder drink mix <laughs> in exchange for a blog post. That would that exchange would not work for me because that has no value for me. I don't do keto. I don't do like powdered, like fake food. I don't do that kind of thing. I don't want it. So um, that there's no benefit for me to to do that blog post for that person. Um, so that's a barter that I would not really consider because what I would get out of it would not be equal to or as valuable as what I'm putting in. There's um, like the most common reply whenever someone says, oh, someone wants to work for, you know, wants me to work for them for exposure. What do I do? What do I tell them? Most frequently, I see people commenting with some form of I don't work for free. Exposure doesn't pay the bills. And it's true. Exposure doesn't pay the bills. (laughs) That said, there are a select few occasions in which exposure is actually um, worth considering. If you are trying to build up your portfolio and you want to get into a new niche and you're having trouble breaking in or you're just at the beginning or whatever, I would not be mad at you if (laughs) you wrote maybe one or two blog posts for free. You have to get your writing samples anyway. And if you're just writing them for yourself, um, then you're not getting paid for that anyway. So if someone else wants you to write for them and you get a byline and you can include this in your portfolio, if you need the clips anyway and you have to write the clips yourself anyway, I would consider doing that one-off exchange. Assuming that this was a legit business with a real audience um, and that kind of thing. So if you if you really need the clip and you were going to have to write it for yourself and not get paid for it anyway, I would 
I would consider that, you know, writing for exposure thing, I would limit it to one. And um, let's see, another instance, like I said before, is if there is a value exchange that um, is either pretty equal or you feel like it's in your favor. Like if someone gave me a website in exchange for a sales page, I feel like that would almost be in my favor as long as it was a good website. (laughs) Because I'd still have to do all the copy and everything for the website. Um, It's just the design and the implementation, which is where I really struggle and where I need help. Um, And good websites are pretty pricey. You know, I figure the next website I do is probably going to cost me at least $2,000, if not more. And that's a big chunk of change for me, especially right now. (laughs) So if someone was like, hey, write a sales page. Well, if someone wanted me to write them a sales page, I'd probably charge them $1,500, $2,000 right about now. So um, that is a trade I would be willing to make, assuming the designer was someone proven who I believed in. Um, So again, if there's a value exchange in place and it's not going to prevent you from getting paid work, and that is an important factor to consider. If it's not going to prevent you, if doing this free work is not going to prevent you from doing your paid work and it's limited, like the scope is limited, it may be worth considering if what you get out of it really actually is verifiably of enough value to merit the time that you're putting in. So that's another playing time when value exchange is worth it. Um, If someone with a massive platform, a massive proven platform with an audience full of the people who would hire you comes to you and says, hey, do you want to write for my site? Generally speaking, that is probably going to be worth it. Would it be worth it to do it ongoing? I don't know. I think it depends on the frequency. Um, But would it be worth doing once? Probably. I can think of several places and several people who, um, if they approached me and said, do you want to write for me in exchange for some exposure? that would be an easy yes for me because I would be able to get in front of their audience using my name. I would have this really impressive clip in my portfolio um, and it would be good lead generation for me and validation, you know, authority and all of that stuff. So um, there are not many other cases in which I would recommend working for free. There are some times when I have considered making like a special one-time deal working at a reduced rate. So if I would normally charge like $100 for something, I might offer to do it for 75 if you can pay now. You know, if you buy three today, I will write three for you at this reduced rate. Um, And usually when when I do something like that, it's either to lay inroads for like a really good lead or whatever, um, or if it's uh, if it's um, a situation where I am like, like if I, I did this when I was approaching my first $5,000 month and I was like $100 shy <laughs> of it. And there was like, there were like maybe four days left in the month. And I was like, I really want to hit this milestone. So I did just like a quick, I contacted a couple of clients and was like, hey, I'm trying to hit this milestone. If you can pay in the next four days, I'll write, I'll, you know, I'll discount you. Uh, like if you can prepay in the next four days, I'll discount you <laughs> for my next thing, <laughs> you know, or something like that. I don't remember exactly what I did, um, but I reached out and was like, I'm, and I specifically said, I'm trying to hit this milestone. I'm just trying to drum up like $200 worth of work. Um, I'd be willing to give you 
X percent discount if on on this, this or this, like a one time thing, like a limited thing, um, if you can um, book it and pay for it today. And it worked. Um, it worked really well. And that was kind of a vanity thing. <laughs> I just really wanted to hit that mark. I was so close. Um, so that's that's the kind of like if you want to hit a specific milestone or if you just need like a really quick what they call a cash injection, which I think is just the weirdest way to describe it. I think of like injecting fluids into a turkey or something. <laughs> when I hear that, it's so weird, that word injection. But if you need to drum up some cash really quickly, like if you have a bill coming up and you don't want to pull out of your business savings, you just want to cash flow it basically, then doing, you know, special one-time pricing and that kind of thing with a limited scope can make sense. Doing like an introductory rate. Every time I have a new course, I have the introductory rate, like the beta round, um, where um, you sign up by this deadline and then I close the door. We do, you know, we build out the course, we go through it. I make sure it works for everybody who goes through it. Um, do any improvements if I have to. And then I launch it at the full blown price. I'm about to do that again with my freelance writing A to Z course. Um, no, that's not true. That's later on the horizon. What I'm going to do next is my, I'm putting together a pitching course, a course that teaches you how to find clients and how to pitch them. So I've got a lot of material prepared in advance um, and I'm about to do a beta launch. I did the test launch with my coaching group and they seem to like it for the most part. Um, so I'm, I've got a little bit of improvement stuff I want to do and um, I'm going to open it up for the beta round at a reduced rate. I'm probably going to, I haven't decided yet. I'll probably offer enrollment for 37 and then when it goes live forever permanently, I'm going to list it at 49, I think. Um, so that's the pitching course. So so this is another instance where it benefits me to offer this reduced pricing because um, in exchange for the lower price, the, the students who take this course are going to be more willing to overlook some of the deficiencies and um, not overlook them, but they, you know, they can absorb some of the deficiencies and offer the feedback. Um, I basically, it's kind of like an ethical bribe. I bribe you with reduced enrollment if you promise to give me feedback on the parts that stink. <laughs> so that's another situation where it's not that I'm working for free, it's that I'm working for a reduced rate. Um, and it's because the feedback is so valuable for me. Um, generally speaking, though, I want you to set your rates and I want you to stick with them because... The work that you do is valuable. I had a student, one of the gals in my coaching, my current coaching group, um, I do like an ongoing monthly coaching thing. If you have questions about that, you can let me know. <laughs> um, anyway, so one of the gals in my current coaching group, she was like, I landed this client and I pitched her my rate for a thousand words, but the work that she has me doing is is like not that long. It's there, like there, it's not a thousand words worth of stuff. And it's really easy for me because, you know, she's like, she's telling me what she wants me to write with bullet points or like a quick message or something. And it, it feels too easy. It feels like I'm charging her too much because it's so easy. And so I had to, um, my thoughts on that were that it's not just about how easy this is for you. You know, it's easy for you because you're a writer and this is what you do and it's what you want to do and you've trained for this and you've thought about this and whatever. So it's easy for you. Um, in the same way that it would take me two hours to change the oil in my van because I don't know what I'm doing and it takes the guy is in the shop up the street, you know, 10 minutes to do it because they know what they're doing. Um, 
Just because they can do it fast because they're good at it doesn't mean it's any less valuable and that I should pay them less money. Um, Same goes in this writerly situation. If it's easy for you, that's awesome. You are still providing a valuable service. Um, It is worth that client. So like putting it into context with a student, it was worth it to her client to be able to outsource this writing. It was worth whatever the fee was to be able to outsource it. She, The client didn't care how long it took the student to do the work because just the sheer relief of not having to write that stuff herself was worth the fee. So I want you, I leave you with that to encourage you not to get wrapped up in um, any thoughts about this is too easy, I'm charging too much, this isn't valuable, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. When you are a service provider, everything you do has a value proposition. Everything you do has an assigned value for it. And so your goal as a writer, and and this will be easier for you to do as you become more skilled, but your goal is to move higher and higher up the ladder of clients who value what you can provide. And the more skilled you are and the more experience you have, the more value you are providing. So I don't want you to be put off by this notion that um, something that is too easy for you shouldn't be paid as much. Because it's just not true. Um, It doesn't matter how easy it is for you. It matters how valuable it is what you're providing. So one of my jobs is to teach you how to do this writing well and to teach you how to do it efficiently because the more efficient you are at it, the more profitable it is for you. And, you know, we are in this to make money. We're not in this to be dirty, filthy, rich millionaires. We are just, we're in this to make enough money to make it sustainable. And if you can make $100 in one hour instead of in five hours, I want you to be able to do that. So one of the things I do is try to equip you to be able to do that or at least move in that direction. Um, but I want you to detach this concept of like effort, effort in the immediate present time. Um, detach that from the price tag because your price should be based on value. It's certainly informed by how much experience and how much talent and how much Um, time it takes you to do stuff. But those aren't the determining factors. The determining factor is how valuable is this thing that you're doing. And I can guarantee you that nine times out of 10, it's going to be way more valuable than any exposure someone could offer you. You can't pay the bills with exposure. Um, So if you have any questions about this, let me know. I know it's a lot to think about. Um, And I know that for some of you, it's going to be kind of (laughs) rewiring some things. I um, would be very happy to help you get into a more um, beneficial mindset, I guess. This is kind of a mindset thing. So um, as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at ashley at ashleygainer.com. And in case you didn't hear, I got our Copy Chatter website up and running. You can go to copychatter.com and get a copy of my five, it's a free for you, um, it's free for everyone, but it's especially for you. <laughs> it's five. It's my five-step um, guide to getting started as a freelance writer, and it includes um, guidance on these five steps and includes pitch templates and that kind of thing. If you want more information, you can listen to episode number t- number nine of Copy Chatter. This is, should be number 10. But in number nine, I actually go through what the five steps are and I tell you how to get a hold of it. Just go to copychatter.com if you're interested. And I look forward to talking to y'all again soon.